0: Dr. Iris Gorfinkel, thank you so much for joining me today. Thank you, Mark. This is a bit surprising. It goes somewhat against what we've always thought is this use it or lose it kind of uh, idea. What exactly did these researchers discover?
1: So true. In this highly technical piece published in Nature, these Harvard researchers looked at genes and proteins associated with aging and came to a surprising finding. They found that living over the age of 85 is associated not with more, but with less nerve excitation in the brain. The researchers combined data from post-mortem examinations and their studies in mice and roundworms. Who would have thought roundworms are actually an accepted model of aging? And they found that greater neuronal stimulation was consistently linked to shorter lifespans. So in the postmortem examinations, they looked at the part of the brain involved in planning called the prefrontal cortex, and they found that this protein called, aptly, rest, was in higher levels in people who lived over the age of 85. So this protein reduces brain activity. Unfortunately, it's impossible to measure this rest protein in living brains. So on the surface, it would suggest that limiting neural activity is a good thing in healthy aging. And this kind of flies in the face of common wisdom that more brain stimulation is better as we age. If anything, we're advised to do the opposite, right? We're told you do use Sudoku, you learn an instrument, you take on that new language. But this study raises the enticing possibility that increasing the so-called rest protein or the genes that influence it may potentially increase our longevity.
0: Were they able to qualify what, in fact, an excessive brain activity is?
1: The well, last time I checked, dead men don't talk. Big problem. So this is done in postmortem. So it's really hard to know if we can necessarily translate this. I mean, it's really a leap across the ocean. let's face it, to say that we've now measured it in, in the prefrontal cortex of dead people. And how does that translate into Iris Gorfinkel or Mark? I, I don't know. I don't know. So it's, it's a big leap. And I think that this – but what it does do is it, it cries out for more research. It's it's another potential inroad, you know, perhaps into Alzheimer's. You know, perhaps the protein has its utilization in forms of dementia. But we've got a lot more research to do in it. But it is very interesting. It does make sense, though, that, you know, you wouldn't want too much brain stimulation, nor would you want too little brain stimulation, right? Too much brain stimulation is called a seizure. Too little brain stimulation is kind of like brain death, you know, if you have a stroke. So... It makes sense that the rest protein that reduces that is, is one aspect of how to tamp down the brain's activity. And the truth is, we, it, it's somewhere in between. We've got to find the medicines, and it's a big leap
0: still. But I suppose one could argue on the other side that even if this is true, which is, as you say, this is extremely early days, learning another language or learning an instrument or you know doing the Sudoku crosswords words at, at an older age keeps you nonetheless active and interested and interesting, I suppose.
1: Absolutely. And, and you know what's interesting is that we've got to put more information into our brains. We've got to work to get smarter. Because guess what? The higher we are on that ladder, the longer there is to fall off that ladder. So it's known that, you know, university education, people who continually stimulate their brain, have less loss over time. And it's also true that, that that road all the way down to dementia is is slowed through learning. So none of that changes with this research. And don't forget, when you're t- as long as you're talking about roundworms and postmortems, that does not translate into take the rest protein powder and become and live another 10 years. No, unfortunately, it doesn't work like that. Uh, we do have to concentrate on the basics. Have you ever heard of something called pseudo dementia?
0: No, I'm afraid not.
1: It's a very interesting thing. So what what happens? Pseudo dementia looks like dementia, but in fact is depression. It's depression masked as dementia. You know, so if I'm so depressed, I won't be able to speak and I won't be able to remember and I'm older, I will most likely be labeled as demented. And in fact, Alzheimer's and Parkinson's have symptoms that greatly overlap with depression. And mood itself has a huge impact on memory and language use. So why talk about pseudodementia and the rest protein in the same sentence? Because these things actually hold hands, right? They're they're trying to get at how do we reduce dementia? How do we increase longevity? And when I say go for the low lying fruit in terms of increasing your brain power by, yes, learning that new instrument, learning that new language, having a good social life, reducing your loneliness, reducing your anger, reducing your stress, and of course, not becoming depressed. Depression is extremely damaging.
0: So you you will maintain the idea of use it or lose it then, regardless of this uh, finding.
1: I'm afraid that's a flag we continually wave. I mean, what choice do we have? You know, so here we have a study that looks at a rest protein and postmortem and finds that, yes, in the in certain part of the brain that concentrates on planning, that that protein is in higher concentration when they put it in some kind of blender. Well, that's just great. It's good to hear. And you know what? That may be a foundation for further research into it. It's great that it improves longevity, but I ask you, Mark, is that what we're really after? Is it, is it just the longevity
0: piece that we're after? So it's a question of, again, if this is true, a, a, a boring and unhappy long, long life or a much more satisfying and fulfilling somewhat shorter life then?
1: We, once again, the medicine immediately holds hands with philosophy. You know, so what, what is it that we want? And, and definitely what Iris Gorfinkel wants for herself is to live not just a longer life, but a meaningful life. And that life that's connected to generativity. Make me feel important. Make me feel that what I do matters. And in fact that sense of mattering, mattering to someone, mattering to something, makes a big difference. That is positive longevity. So studies like this, they're very important because in fact they may eventually, who knows, maybe if I take the rust protein eventually and studies show that, you know, people who take the rest protein powder somehow do better, you know, I will, in fact, take the rest protein. But that's an ocean away from where this study is. This study just says, huh, it seems to be in higher concentration than folks who live longer. Well, that's good, but still a little ways to go.
0: Dr. Iris Gorfinkel, thank you so much for this.
1: Thank you so much, Mark. I I appreciate the invitation.